Welcome back to the Vaccine Conversation with Melissa and Dr. Bob. There how do you do that? How do you, how do you throw your voice like I, that? I could just do it. That yeah. is unreal. It is pretty cool. That is, it's almost like two people were talking. <laughs> almost. Crazy. It was like, <laughs> I am just multi-talented. All right. Well, should we like banter for a whole bunch of another half an hour before we get we into don't, our topic? We don't like we each just... other, so we don't banter. Okay. We don't, we don't even, you guys don't understand how it's, how forced this is to have to have this conversation <laughs> for all these people. I mean, I'm just gritting my teeth. Like, how can I get through this? So why would I want to actually have extra conversation with you, Dr. Bob? Just kidding, everybody. Uh, Again, happy new year. Uh, we welcomed you back with our last episode. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to be back, and we're happy you guys are on this journey with us. And we are bringing you a very unsettling topic. Very today. disturbed. I was literally mm-hmm. very disturbed by reading yeah. this article. Was, and wow, it was yes. a, it was yeah, it, was, it, it, it gets the prize for uh, wait for this did year's yours, article. Your, your copy didn't have um, pictures with it, or it did. It didn't print the pictures, but there were pictures. There with were pictures. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are we talking about? We're talking about an article by WikiHow how to do anything, right? That's what it says. Um, This is January 8th, 2020, how to get vaccinated without parental consent. And there are some images, some cartoon kind of images, one of which looks like the, the, the teenage boy is telling a secret. Um, And it's really, it's really disturbing, right? And we're going to go through um, each of these different points that this article has are different methods, and they have all the details about doing this. So we are going to discuss this with you um, because here, I have the article if you want if you wanted to see it. If you wanted, like, so the pictures are all very like sn- children looking sneaky and finding ways to do things behind their parents' back is essentially what the what the topic is. And again, the title is How to Get Vaccinated Without Parental Consent. Um, it doesn't show the author because it's just through WikiHow, right? Right, right. But I actually clicked on that mm-hmm. on, on their it? website and it talks about the authors. Basically, uh, the way WikiHow works is it's just like Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. It's a, a bunch of people contribute to an article. They're rarely written by one one person. And and if you click on the author info, it basically they talk about how they're like they they got 13 people together to create this article, 13, some of them experts, mm-hmm. some of them lay people. And, uh, you know, you know, they wanted to be anonymous, anonymous. And so, yeah. Anonymous? <laughs> yeah. Did you just say anonymous? Anonymous. <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not like this was just written by an, an one expert and they know a lot about this topic. This was, I mean, you'll see how disturbing this is, but this was a, media savvy, psychologically savvy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, article, yeah. very manipulative article targeted directly at teenagers in order to get them to sneak out and get vaccinated. And, exactly. Right, and, and you, you think, you know, WikiHow, you know, it's WikiHow, how to do anything. Well, I'm going to go there. I'm going to learn how to, you know, I don't know, build a shed in my backyard or I'm going to learn how to, to do this. This is so far beyond learning just simply how to do something. They take it to the darkest level. Uh, you know, and it's, it's incredibly disturbing to me that, that our society now has 
uh, an online system that probably pe- a lot of people probably respect and probably think is a, right. But a, they a, would a allow great, this, right? Thing. What if right. this article was how to avoid vaccination when your parents want you to, and it was all the step by step to do that? Do you think that article would have stayed right. no, up? No, 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 it would have never stayed up. No. And yet, this is still. Why is it disturbing? Because it's literally teaching children. We're talking about children who are minors, right? So that could be 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and their younger siblings if they're listening to this and and a part of this process. Um, It's teaching them how to go against their parents, who are their guardians, who are responsible for their health and well-being and have been since they were born, to go against them to make other medical decisions with the mentality and maturity of a preteen or a teenager, which means your brain is not even completely developed. You know, parts of your different cortexes in your brain are not even wired for long-term consequence thinking. And that doesn't even happen until you're 20 or 21 years old. So we're talking about a 12 and a 13-year-old. What they're telling you to do when you're incapable of making a decision about medical interventions is they're saying, Go ahead and do this decision on your own. You don't need the person who's been responsible for all your health and well-being to be involved in this decision. And let's go through exactly what they say. You know, even in the intro... It's, um, you know, they start off by saying there's a lot of misinformation about vaccines online and sometimes well-meaning parents fall into rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and made up quote in quotes facts. Um, it says while they often intend to protect their children, not vaccinating has the opposite effect. And again, like anything else, there is no one size fits all in this. And so for some children, vaccinating them will absolutely cause the harm. And it it would be more harm than it would be to avoid the particular illness. And so there is no way to say not vaccinating makes you more at risk because for certain children, you're more at risk in order, you know, vaccinating. And this is what the whole argument that we've been having is, um, all side, all pharmaceutical products have side effects for some. All vaccines have side effects and risks for some. And do you think a 12 or 13-year-old is going to really understand their own medical history to be able to say, well, I had a seizure as a child three different times after these vaccines, and therefore, if I get this series, it has the same components or whatever. They're not going to have the ability to do that. And their right. school nurse right. is also not going to be the one that's delving into this complicated right. history and asking for medical records from their pediatrician. Right. It's not going to happen. And this this idea, this, this whole climate of secrecy is is not something that should ever be attached to a medical intervention or a medical procedure. Absolutely. And and that's why we're telling you guys about this because right. this shocked me. They are literally now going after your children. You, you listeners with children, um, I, I'm sure you've been talking to your teens about this and, and talking to your kids about this, but they are now actively targeting your children in schools and in, in healthcare centers and in the you know, school nurse's office, at, you know, at the pharmacy, at the drugstore, you know, they're targeting your children now and they're, and they're now trying to convince your children that you are wrong to not vaccinate. And they're trying to reach your children directly online with this article and teach your child how to sneak out of the house and how to go get vaccinated without you realizing and it. And who to talk to and who not to talk to. Right. And, and so you need to now be aware of this because you need to maybe read this article with your child and, and go through yes, with them. That's a great right. idea at any age, no matter how solid you think your child is uh, or your teen or preteen is on this topic, because you've already educated them already. Hopefully they're very aware of the reasons that you're opting out of certain things and their own medical history. Um, you should walk them through this kind of 
this article, not just because of what this article is saying, but because of this idea of manipul- manipulative and, and how marketing. It. And, yes, and yeah. how they can they can sneak messages right. to you, and they need to be aware the way that we're making you guys aware of how this stuff is hidden in media yeah. articles, and you've now become really educated on that. This is another way, and you know, even in the intro, they're like, "Please be aware, there are risks to any medical procedure, and receiving." I think it's supposed to say vaccines, yeah. but it says vaccines without your parents or guardians knowledge will make it more difficult for them to help you in the unlikely event of a problem. <laughs> so let's say your child reacts adversely to uh, a vaccine. They're saying the fact that, uh, that there is this uh, medical procedure with risks and you're doing it without your parents' knowledge, they're not going to really be able to help you because God forbid they don't even know this happened and they don't know why you're having these random symptoms of something afterwards and they don't treat it fast enough and they don't take you in to be seen. I've, right. I've heard of this exact same thing happening yeah. with the HPV vaccine. But, but, but don't worry. They, they, they give your teen instructions on how to handle that if you do have a bad reaction and what precautions to take Uh-oh. To, 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 so they can seek help if you have a bad reaction. They, they, they cover it, Melissa, so it's okay. okay. You, don't have, right. you don't have to worry about it. Well, you want to start with method one? Yeah. So yeah, they basically say, you know, method one is making plans. Look at your options. Um, some areas let you get vaccinated without parental consent if you're a minor and others don't. But let you. Sounds like something you get to do. Right, like it I even know. sounds like something positive. They're yeah, choosing I, these yeah. words by design, they totally you guys. They totally are. They totally Not are. Not an accident. Right. Totally choosing these words uh, um, with the intent of trying to... You know, make it attractive. Yeah, make your teenager think that you have made a bad decision. Your decision to not vaccinate them is wrong. They they want to be healthy. They want to get out and get these vaccines so they can go out and, and get them without your consent. And and just so you know, this is in fact true. I would say in in probably in almost all states, any teenager, I'm pretty sure 12 and older can go out and get a vaccination uh, to prevent a sexually transmitted disease in almost any state without your consent now. Now, there might be a few states where that's not true, but yeah, your teenager can go out and get HPV vaccine and hepatitis B vaccine without parental consent. Now, on the, the converse of that is, I believe this article is actually wrong in that you cannot get most vaccines without without parental consent. You can't get whooping cough or the flu, flu shot or the MMR vaccine without parental consent. I don't know every state's laws, but I suspect there may be states out there where you can get any vaccine without okay, parental consent. Okay, but think about why that's the possibly. case. Why do, why is that the case? Right, because because the the right to um reproductive health services is like guaranteed to all teenagers. Right, but so, why is well, it the case that I'm saying that you need parental consent for TDAP, oh, flu, and MMR? because there's risk. Because there's risk. But is that minor risk? Because if there's minor risk, and this is all about being healthy, they would let anybody do it, right? There's obviously right. a very uh, um, well-known knowledge of very serious risk for some to the right. point that they have to make your parents <clears throat> be there and okay this. Yeah. Think about that in itself. Yeah, if you but, can't yeah, do because, it. Because that's in the law. You have to you know, look at the family history and ask if there's previous reactions. And you have to you have to know your health before you get most vaccines. We're and, not and talking about getting an ice cream that. and my, my right. parents don't want me to have sugar, but I'm going to sneak some sugar. We're talking about something right. that could have a permanent and chronic negative effect on your right. body health. Right. physically and mentally. Right. This is no joke. Right. So I don't think they can let minors get most vaccines in most states this way. But yes, when it comes to hepatitis B and HPV vaccine, because it's part of reproductive health, 
they will and, and, and can let any minor you know, get these vaccines in, in almost every state without your consent. So that's what this is about. Now, I find it interesting they don't spell that out in this article. They don't want teens to like feel they can only go out and get vaccines for, you know, to prevent STDs. Mm -hmm. They make it sound like they can get all all vaccines and vaccinated. Right. Right. But what they're really doing is they're really pushing the HPV vaccine in this manner. And that's the only one once people look into it, that's the only one they're going to be able to really do. Right. So, so what, what yeah, what your plans are, you know, for, for making plans, looking at options, you can get vaccinated in secret if your local laws allow it. Okay. Wait, I have to stop there because I know you just got started, but (laughs) get vaccinated (laughs) in secret. So in, in this whole me too movement that we're dealing with, um, as a society with all these women Mm -hmm. coming out and speaking out about these, um, inappropriate and unacceptable experiences that they've had with, you know, bosses and coworkers and other men in working positions in their lives that they've had to be quiet about and they've had to be secret about. We're now in a place in society where the whole I thing is tell your story, come out and no longer be secret. We're not going to keep these secrets anymore. And, it, and especially with children who have been abused and have been sexually abused or physically abused, the whole, you know, our whole message in society is don't keep this a secret. You have to be open and tell an adult, tell somebody that can look out for your well-being. So it's just to me really interesting and confusing and scary really that we're looking at a medical message that is encouraging secrecy between children and their parents, which is the exact thing that people really should want to avoid because you want all information out on the table. Um, You don't, you know, secrecy never brings anything positive. There's nothing good that comes from secrets. It's not good for children to keep secrets from their parents in any context. Right. And it's dangerous. Right. And knowing that this is uh, uh, surrounding the issue of sexuality and sexual activity that and reproductive too, yeah. health that almost makes it worse they they want they they're encouraging the teenagers to to keep their sexuality issues secret from their family secret from their parents and the other the other vaccines if you're getting anything else and you're able to do it in your in your state without having parental consent for something like the flu shot or tdap or one of these other vaccines doing it in secret and then having you know, a very severe lethargy or fever or something happening a a day or two later when your parent doesn't know you've done it. They don't know that something bad just happened and I need to take you into the ER now could literally turn into brain swelling. It could literally turn into something that becomes a permanent issue all because of the secrecy. And that's the idea is that children are supposed to be open and honest with their parents so that the parent can protect them. And so by encouraging any child, preteen or teen, to keep things from your parents, um, you're basically encouraging them to put themselves in a place of risk because the parent's role and their responsibility is to keep that child safe. You're not allowing the parent to do their job. You're not allowing them to be the most prepared to do their job accurately. If a parent works nights and doesn't get to see you when you come home from school and you have a caretaker that's there and, and those wires get crossed for just a couple of days after a big thing like that happens, who knows what could be a devastating, um, you know, effect to that. And this is literally the first bullet point says, get vaccinated in secret, (laughs) go ahead and do it in secret. Like that's somehow a good culture that we're creating between parents and children. And and they say, but you run the risk of your family finding out. They kind of give you a little warning. 
Then the, the second choice is try asking for your family to let you be vaccinated, which again is that language. Teenagers don't get to do a lot of stuff. They want to be able to do a lot of things yeah, yeah. so they can let you do it. Language totally, totally right. appeals to teenagers. And then try asking your doctor, your school nurse, or another responsible adult to help convince your family. To co- in other words, to coerce. Right. Because right. to get right. somebody else to convince your family, what if your family has legitimate reasons for you not to do it? What if the reason your family's not doing it is because you and three other family members have had severe reactions and they're actually protecting you by right. not doing it? Right. Why would you want another adult to convince your family to do it or convince your parent to do it? Convincing sounds like they need to do it. Maybe they don't need to do it. And that's the whole point that they're, that's how they're being a good parent to you. Yeah. I mean, this is so ridiculous yeah. on one side. Yeah. Like what if you're allergic to eggs and you are, and you're 13 years old, you don't know you're supposed to, you're not supposed to get a flu shot if you're allergic to eggs. But let's get your school nurse to convince your parents to do it. Right. Anyway. Yeah. But no, so they're, they're just saying, you know, come on out, sneak on out, you know, find yeah. a school nurse to give you your flu shot. And you as a teen, you're not going to know you shouldn't get it because your egg allergy, the school nurse is not going to ask you, right. are you allergic to eggs? Boom. You get the shot and you go into anaphylactic shock. If your parent were there with you, they would know you're allergic to eggs. You're not supposed right. to get this flu shot. Um, this, this next one's just ridiculous. <laughs> this, yeah. Well, no, the, the next one's even worse. So you think this is bad. Petition yes. the court for emancipation if your parents are really bad. Right. Your parents are really bad for protecting you uh, against something. They're really bad. So if they're really bad parents, like these ones are talking about, then you just should be legally emancipated from them. How are you going to... I mean, like, this is a that's a very um, serious move for a teenager to take. Right, you're, yeah. you're asking them to ostracize themselves from the family, potentially creating right. discord that may never be healed. Yeah. All over something that is not, you know, we're not talking about something that is is going to save your life because you have a specific condition and there's this one. We're talking about just general illnesses that most people are able to handle with no problem. And if you've gotten to teenage years um, and you've been fine, your your body's probably pretty strong to be able to handle things. Because I'm assuming that these are children who are not um, vaccinated would be my guess, right? These are children who have made it. They've made it to preteen and teen years and they're nice and healthy. Their systems are robust and able to handle these illnesses. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really scary that they're basically, they're targeting teens who already don't like their parents, perhaps Um, they, they think their parents are awful people. They want to run away. They want to get out of the house. They want to sneak out and do things. So they're make their own decisions, right? They're capitalizing on that. So if there's a, if, if there's unvaccinated teenagers that are kind of, you know, in that situation and, and they're, they're having a lot of family problems, they're and they're online looking for you know you know ways to you know get back at their family and they come across this article. This article is really going to speak to them. Mm-hmm. So I think if if you are a parent and your 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 teens are not vaccinated and you're really struggling or with them right now, partially vaccinated or vaccine injured yeah, from and, earlier. If, if you're really struggling, if there's a lot of you know uh, fighting going on and and you feel like they're really you know you know pulling away from you and a lot of rebellion going on and a lot of discord between you. Your child is at, uh, really at risk of, of seeing an article like this mm. and and having it really push their buttons and speak to them and and answer you know meet all their needs you know for you know for independence and go out there and, and show you they can be an adult and make you know independent medical decisions and make grown up medical decisions without you they don't need you for it right and they're they're going to be really susceptible to this so this is very concerning but yeah mm-hmm. read the read the last bullet point so on, the last bullet point says plans. wait until you're eighteen if you think that your parents would 
would severely punish or abuse you if they learn that you disobeyed them. So not only do you have bad parents, but you have abusive parents. <laughs> right. And these these are gonna they're gonna physically, emotionally, or mentally abuse you knowing that you went out and did something. So just go ahead and wait till you're 18. The entire picture that's painted here is you and your parents don't have a good relationship. Right. The entire picture is you know you don't like your parents. You guys don't get along. They're making choices you don't agree with. So let's kind of get back at them, like you're saying. If you have a good relationship with your parents, what this article should be saying is if you have an interest in certain vaccines, discuss it with your parents. Talk oh, to yeah. them. Go over pros and cons. Right. Talk to them about the prevalence of the illness. Talk to them about the risks of the vaccine. Have the discussion and make a dis- you know, d- discussion together. Make a decision together. But they don't say that. What they're saying is you have bad parents. You need to, do, you need to go against your parents, and here's how we can help you do it. And that culture, like we need, like you said, they're already teenagers. It's already there. Do we need any more discord between children and their parents? Like at the place we are in our society, don't you think we would benefit from having better relationships with our children and parents, not yeah, worse? Absolutely, absolutely. But, but I mean, I, I'm going to s- skip to the very end of this. I, I just found this very interesting. At the end of this article, you'll see a whole bunch of other how-to articles for kids to read about how to deal with their parents, how to stop fighting with a stubborn parent, um, how to get a vaccine without being scared, how to accept that your parents don't understand you, how to cope with mean parents, yeah, wow. how to get birth control without your parents knowing, um, how to deal with emotionally abusive parents, wow. how to get your mom to forgive you after you do something stupid, how to get your phone back when your parents take it away. I mean, some of these are kind of just a little laughable, but some of these are very serious topics. Yeah. These are all very serious, very serious family topics but they're presenting it in a way that is is divisive to families and is pulling oh, yeah. teens away from families. Mm-hmm. These aren't, I, I, and this is WikiHow, you guys. Which is I a mean, very mainstream, There, There would be a completely objective, neutral, informative way to tell teens, you know, if they want to go out and get a vaccine for HPV and or hepatitis B, you could have a, a very nice kind of just well thought out explanation on how they can do that. You know, they have in some states, they have the right to go do that. And if they feel like they need that protection, they can go ask their doctor about it, go through their, their medical history. There would be, a, I think, a reasonable and responsible way to go about explaining this. This article does the complete opposite in every possible it way it can. It literally undermines yeah, families. It's... it's it's just, the family it, system. I am shocked. I'm I literally shocked by this. I, I, I mean, I'm not often shocked by our, our media, but this is this, pretty bad. This is yeah, this is pretty bad. So, so number two starts to go into try talking to your parents. Kind of <laughs> yeah. this this one's more reasonable, right? Explain your worries. Um, you know, listen, make it a two way conversation, which all sounds normal. But then it has your examples of what things you could be saying to your parents, and I find this very passive aggressive. I mean, there's one thing. I understand people are saying a lot of scary things and it can be hard to figure out what's true and what isn't true. I know it must be difficult for you. Can you imagine your 14-year-old, like you're a lawyer, okay, and your 14-year-old comes to you and says, I can imagine it's difficult for you to figure out what things are true and what things aren't true, especially when you're reading things online, mom. So um, it must be very difficult for you. I mean, that is so patronizing for a preteen or a teen to talk to their parent in a way that makes it seem like their parent doesn't know any better. Again, there is nothing in this that says there are circumstances where children should not safely be vaccinated and you're 
educated and well-versed parent might be one of those people. Instead, every single one of these parents are bad and stupid. Now they just told you they're (laughs) stupid. Oh, mom, I know it must be difficult for you to decipher between real information and this fake stuff that's on the internet. Can I show you some vaccine safety studies? I mean, like, it is (laughs) the silliest thing. It's so ridiculous. It says that, even in that tone of voice. (laughs) Well, come on. May I show it to you? I found some research on vaccine safety. May I show it to you? If I was a parent, I'd be like, I found some research on vaccine <laughs> risk. May I show it to you? I mean, like, I know, no, totally. But ridiculous. I mean, it, it's funny. We're laughing about this, but it's what's scary is this is so true in mm-hmm. that, in that this is, this is sadly, I am afraid this is what's happening in some families mm-hmm. and, and teens are going to like, look at this and I mean, part of me wonders, could this whole article be completely a joke? But it, it's not. I mean, it's so over the top. Could WikiHow just kind of done this? I mean, it's not April 1st, so it's not April <laughs> Fool's. But I mean, I, I would love to know what they were thinking by writing this article this way instead of, I mean, do teens really listen to language like this? I mean, do they, sadly... Probably yes. I think the language of this completely speaks to teens. It's so cleverly worded to make them look smart and intelligent and make your parents look stupid, make you look uh, like a good person, make your parents look mean. And they're, they're just covering it in, in such a creative way that I, I'm, I'm almost scared to say that I think this is going to work for a lot of teens and that's why you guys need to be need to be aware of it. Oh my god, this next one though. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh go, read the title. Yeah. Ask your parents for information on what vaccines you have and haven't Received. Right. So this, this seems all normal, right? You find out what you've already been vaccinated against. But right. then it says, if your parents really hate vaccines. So now we're just talking about, these are just parents that are just like, I hate vaccines. I hate health. I hate all these things. Like, this is the way they're painting them. You could pretend that you want to know if you're at risk for, quote, vaccine That's- injury. It's in quotes because it's not real. Right. Mom, I need to see my vaccine card because I think I'm vaccine injured. But with quotes. Right. right. So I need to research it and and so I can you know agree with you and and understand you know you know how I'm vaccine injured and it, they're using that telling you to use that just as an to get excuse. your records so you can figure yeah, out what you haven't records. gotten yet because if your parent suspects you have other motives for looking at your record they're not going to give it to you they're going to hide it from you so you need to trick your parents into uh, so giving you the record. Saying vaccine injury in quotes is like saying Ugh. unicorns and yes. the Loch Ness Monster and mm-hmm. Bigfoot. It's like saying this is not even a right. real thing. And so you believe in this vaccine injury thing, and which is, God, such a slap in the face to all these people. I, I know. And it's funny. And it's like the authors of this article were physically incapable of writing the word vaccine injury without, without quotes. quotes. They can't. They cannot acknowledge that vaccine they injury is real. They will not. They will not. <laughs> and so then the next bullet point, you guys, you are allowed to lie to your parents if it's the only way you can get the information. And what they say is to protect your health, right? right it's right. okay to lie. So now we've got the secret stuff happening. It's you're, it's okay to lie. What what organization or company or website or anything would literally tell teenagers, it's okay to lie to your parents. It's okay to lie to them. Is it really okay to lie to them? Because the thing is, is if you have a concern about getting a certain vaccine, because somehow you feel like you're super educated on it and you're 15, um, you 
are, you are allowed to have a conversation with your parents, but you are not allowed to lie to your parents to quote, protect your health. If you feel like this is in your best health interest, you have a conversation with your parents and your trusted family medical practitioner. And you guys all sit down together and discuss this. You are never allowed to just lie to your parents because somehow that's going to benefit you and benefit your health. I mean, I can't even imagine the audacity for anything or any, any website to be blatantly um, allowing something that is, um, you know, like, I, like you said, dangerous and it's risky and it sets up a culture um, for, for dishonesty and a lack of communication right. between an offspring and their parent. Like we're talking about parents and yeah. children. That is the most sacred yeah. relationship that you could have. And these people are trying to put wedges right in between that. You know, teenagers, like you said, are already going through a hard time. They're yeah. probably already lying about things anyway. Mm-hmm. And so now they're, they're encouraging them to lie about other things as well. And I th- the fact that they write that out in a bullet point, you're allowed to lie to your parents. Yeah. And um, it says later, once you get your vaccine records, you can just say, oh, I researched and realized I don't have a vaccine injury after all. <laughs> and it says, make sure to make a digital copy in case they want it back. What about number four? So research the laws in your area if you're a minor. Some areas allow teenagers to get health care without parental consent. Figure out what your rights are. And, um, and again, th- this is all state by state and you, you know, you as a parent might want to find out what the law is in your state mm-hmm. and have an open conversation with your, with your teens. I almost feel like y- you, you want to have this open conversation so that they know number one, yeah. the school nurse can come up to you and offer you these vaccines. Your friends will maybe might be getting these vaccines. They might pressure you into getting these vaccines too. Um, you you want to, I think, uh, approach this proactively instead of waiting for something to happen and, and find yourself unprepared. You really want to educate your teens ahead of time. So find out what the law is in your state. And if you do live in a state that allows your kids to get these vaccines at school or without your consent, start having the conversation now. And then they tell you. There are certain clinics that have fewer restrictions. So mm-hmm. because these clinics have fewer restrictions, they can some places can vaccinate you um, even if your own doctor can't. Like they're giving you places that maybe don't have, that you can kind of, a little more shady maybe, that you can kind of get away with right. this, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, that's unreal. So then there's try visiting different clinics to see if they can help you. Walk in and ask at a doctor's office, pharmacy, reproductive health center. There it is. They may tell you they can vaccinate you, or they may at least be able to give you advice or suggest a different clinic. And then finally, they say, consider getting an adult to help you out, especially if you're young. (laughs) Navigating medical procedures on your own can be confusing and sometimes frustrating. It can help to to have an adult ally who has more experience. And again, they point you to the school counselor, the school nurse, the parent of your friend, a family friend, a doctor, or another trusted adult. And then it goes into your method, too, of actually getting the shots. And so it even, this first one, schedule the date for a Friday, it says, because vaccines often involve mild side effects, lowered energy, fever, soreness, or stiffness. So a weekend is the perfect time to take it easy while you recover. And it says, expect to be less productive on the weekend after your shot. So if you have an exam or a project due, it might be better to wait a week or so. Okay, so they're giving you the, this is the play-by-play, right? Get your calendars 
listeners out, teenagers, make yeah. sure you're booking this on a Friday. You're walking into one of the clinics I just mentioned, and let's go step by step on exactly what you have to do. Yeah, it's interesting. They're almost like uh, kind of admitting that, yeah, the vaccines might cause a little problem in you. And since we're your ally and your friend in, in making these healthcare decisions, we're going to give you the heads up. You might not feel good. And and instead of saying, you know, the vaccine is 100% completely safe and harmless, you right. won't feel anything wrong. We know mo- it's not just some, it's probably most teenagers feel pretty crummy when they, after they get shots. And, and so it's interesting, they pretend to be upfront with that, even though they're very min- they're really minimizing the, the risks here. They're upfront to kind of get you on their side and get you to trust them. And then a teenager's like, oh gosh, gosh, you know, thanks for warning me about, you know, that the shot might make me feel bad. Thanks for giving me the idea that, you know, I should do it on a Friday or, or you know, you know, before a break is coming up. And it's nice of you to give me the heads up on that. So it, again, it's very sneaky that way. Super sneaky. And then they, they say, figure out what, if anything, to say to your family, <laughs> meaning it might be totally yeah. acceptable that you don't say anything to your family. It says you can say you're going out and just not tell them where you're going. It says you can tell a white lie, okay, uh, like saying you're visiting a friend to study or hang out. It says you're allowed, this isn't, you guys, this is written in here. You're allowed to tell lies to protect your health and safety and getting vaccinated is one of those cases. You're allowed to tell lies. <laughs> it says later, you can even decide on a cover story like, oh, we went and saw a new romantic comedy or we studied for a history test. If your parents are distrustful, prepare your cover story well. Even take a picture, a selfie of you with your friend. That way you have evidence of doing it in case they quiz you. I mean, this is just absolutely ridiculous and crazy that this is written out in right. the article. Right. That's why I, 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 I think this is a joke, but you know it's not. That but makes it's it not. even sadder. But it's not a joke. This is like legit. I know. And they feel go like on we're to on, the, feel like we're on Saturday Night Live. I mean, you could almost see this on it's, Saturday It's like Night a parody, Live. right. Okay, okay, so um, go to number three. consider bringing a friend for moral support, especially if you're afraid of needles. You don't have to do this alone. <laughs> if you're nervous or scared, see if someone can accompany you. They're, so, they're being such, so friendly to your uh, teenager. Yeah, but then they tell you to talk to your doctor about some concerns. It mm. says the doctor can help you and remove barriers. It says even if those barriers essentially are your parents. Yeah. So doesn't this kind yeah. of feel like this Jeez. this argument we're having with the the legal uh, the political climate right now, where it feels like legislators are creating laws, um, and and specifically Democrats are creating laws to get in between you and your children, to mm-hmm. take away parental rights and have the state be responsible for more and more of what should be parents a parent's role and so this to me goes right hand in hand with your doctor can help remove a barrier even if that barrier is your parent how can your parent be a barrier your parent is your caretaker and your provider and the person who has nurtured you since birth Um, to have somebody come in and just wedge themselves right in between must be very hurtful and painful to to parents that are already dealing with you know this tumultuous time at this age and they're 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 capitalizing on it you're right you were so right when you said that. And they say, you know, uh, teenagers, if you think that your parents might have told you something false, you can tell the doctor what they said and ask if it's a myth. And then and read the one it's above amazing. it, though. Yeah. You can ask your doctor for advice about handling anti-vaxxer parents. 
And there's the, the, derog- the yeah. derogatory term. There's the well, label. Who's to say your parents an anti-vaxxer just because they're, you've opted out mm-hmm. of certain vaccine doses in your life, again, based on family medical history or prior vaccine reactions. You, yeah. the, most of uh, you know, teenagers might not know this information. And, um, and who are they to just assume that you, yeah, hate, and- you hate vaccines? They already said you hate them. You're right. a bad parent. You might abuse <laughs> the child. And you're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. So they have literally painted the picture of this person just being an awful, awful parent. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I actually, I have some friends that they don't tell their kids that they're not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like, like they don't even talk about it. So the, the, the kids kind of don't even know really that there's this thing called vaccination. And, and, um, and I almost feel like that kind of does a disservice. I mean, yeah, I know parents, they're worried about their kids, like talking about it. And they don't want their kids to mention, you know, you know, to call out on the playground, hey, I don't have vaccines. Because, yeah, you don't want your kids to be ridiculed or teased. But I almost wonder. And, and so you're, you don't even talk to your kids about it. I almost wonder, like, this article is kind of targets those kids. It's almost like a setup. If you haven't talked to your kids about this, the, are they therefore more susceptible to this kind of influence? And maybe you do need to talk to your kids about this and educate them and, and, you know, go through the reasons why, you know, why you're not vaccinating and, you know, talk about the the science of it as they get older and, and, you know, have this be discussions at the dinner table. And, and, and so I, I really think we do need to talk about this with our kids because if you don't, someone else will. And, and this is one example of a way that they're doing it in a very nefarious way, in my it's, opinion. It's so bad. And then what a joke. Treat yourself after you get your vaccines, <laughs> oh, yeah. you guys. Reward yourself. It says buy a treat like ice cream or a candy bar, which, you know, the same thing with the flu shot. Free ice cream, free candy. The irony of weakening your immune system and suppressing it for a period of time and then at the same time overloading it with sugar. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous that they are giving this as, as advice, um, because it's the worst thing that you could be doing. Yeah. You're supposed to be supporting your, your body and your Yeah, system. they say, you know, go watch a movie you've been wanting to see or make a purchase that you've been saving up for. It's so funny. It's like, they're, again, these are all the things that, that a teen might, might say, yeah. oh yeah, that, you know, I'm going to reward myself for doing, I'm gonna reward doing something, myself. something good. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. That's and then, gonna, and then read uh, the so for handling the aftermath. This yeah. is the next thing. Read number one. What it has. Yeah, rest after your vaccine, especially if you don't feel well. You may feel mild side effects like you know a fever or a pain in your arm, and these these will resolve within a few days. Nothing you know, nothing to worry about. You can tell your family that you're feeling under the weather. And you can say, I think I might be fighting some off some type of illness. So another lie. Right. Although, although uh, if you don't feel safe about telling them about vaccines. But it's funny. It's almost like you're not lying because to you, you are fighting off mm-hmm. some type of illness. So it's, it's a way to get around it, actually. But just lying. tell your family yeah. this. You already told them you were going somewhere else and mm-hmm. you did it. You took your secret selfie to make sure that you had your evidence of it. You went and rewarded yourself with some ice cream because now you've done something so good for your health. And now you're experiencing some of these some negative you know, side effects or feelings, uh, minor side effects, um, that whole weekend following the shot that you scheduled on a Friday. And, um, and now just tell your parents you're under the weather because you're going to need some rest because your body's just fighting off these. Right. And then it says, remember that you don't have to tell your parents 
about getting vaccinated. Right. It says you keep your choices to yourself, um, especially if they would be mean to you. So now you're a mean parent too, or you'd make you feel unsafe. So you're abusive and you make your children feel unsafe. And again, the third time it says this, you're allowed to keep a secret. You're allowed to lie to your parents. You're allowed to keep a secret. And then look at this. If it's necessary to promote your health and well-being. Right. And look at this next thing. It says, know what what to say if they find out. It says, show respect for their position in parentheses, however illogical it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Was this written by a 14 year old who's really (laughs) mad at their parents? Because look at, why would it be illogical? Maybe that's why this is so absurd. Why would it be illogical to show respect for their position? They're allowed to have a position because they're your caretaker. Do you have a job and pay for all the things that you need to have survived all these X number of years? Because if not, you do need to show respect (laughs) for their position. And, um, and look at bullet point number two. Yeah. This is one of the things you can say to your parents. I'm autistic. So how, how normalizing is that already is that that's just one of the three bullet points is I'm autistic. It's so common now and will be so common as, as this next generation mm-hmm. goes into teenage years that it's likely that many of the people reading this are, are going to be. So the, the bullet point says, I'm autistic. I can't be turned autistic twice, <laughs> yes. but I could die of polio and I'd rather not. Right. <laughs> Right. I'm autistic. Yeah. That's not a cause for concern in so itself. So it's not going to give me autism again. I'm not going to get it again. So mom and dad, even if you think vaccines cause autism, it's that's okay. that's the only thing they can do. I'm already autistic. I'm already autistic. Can't be turned autistic right. twice, but I could die of polio and I'd rather not. Not to mention the fact that there have been no cases of actual polio in the United States for what, 30, 40 years um, outside of vaccine derived cases. So so obviously whoever's quoting this hasn't really done their research because that was really just a bad example to have used. But I'm really concerned with this using of I'm autistic already. Like, yeah. like, hey, mom and dad, I just made this independent decision. How many parents listening to this now with children with autism, you know, the, the lighthearted autism that keeps being shown in the media, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just easy and light. And it's just, this is just neurodiversity. And this is just somebody. Right. Yeah. Most kids with autism couldn't have this conversation. They could not even or would utter not be that taking a trip to themselves, right? And right. going and get something done and lying about it and covering it up and going into clinic. Like they don't have the independence to do that because they have, you know, brain injury, and this is not something that they're able to do. So the irony of mentioning, hey, I'm, hey, mom, hey, mom, dad, like I'm already autistic, so I'm not going to be made autistic twice. You're like you're saying that's not a conversation that's going to be had with most people that have it because most of these people are nonverbal or can barely communicate, and right. it's it's almost so hateful to the parents that have to really yeah. suffer with this to make it look like it's just it's just a thing. It's like it's like having diabetes. Oh, I'm autistic. Right. It's just a thing I deal with, but I'm totally right. fine. These kids are not totally fine, and to and to put it into this. Um, kind of, you know, a little bit of a mocking, a little bit of just patronizing. It's just, it's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable at all. And then the last bullet point says, I did this to protect my ability to have children in the future because some of these diseases can kill a baby in the womb because I want to be a mom someday. The irony is with the HPV vaccine, you might be actually ruining your ability to have a baby someday. Right. And so this almost seems like they're trying to counter that, which people might have been aware of that um, side effect. So... I want to make sure I can have kids, so I'm going to go ahead and have this. I'm not really sure what they're talking about. What kind of vaccine-preventable disease can kill a baby in the womb if you're not already pregnant? What, what, what could they be talking about? 
Well, I think, uh, well, yeah, like uh, chicken pox. If a pregnant mom catches chicken pox, that can be fatal to the Right, baby. but this girl uh, says, I want to be a mom someday. Right. If you're not pregnant at the time, what illness could you have as a teenager that's going to, uh, in the future, kill a baby in the womb? Yeah, it's, it's not. It doesn't so, make yeah. any sense. I don't know. I know. I agree. And I didn't go through the, the well, questions, so, did you? So the, the, the Q&A, we're not going to go through all of them, but I, I want to just point out the existence of it because it, it's called <laughs> community, questions. excuse me, it's called mm. community Q&A. So now your teen is reading this and your teen mm-hmm. is like, oh good, now the community is talking about this. They're asking questions, they're getting answers. I'm going to see what, what people are saying. No, all these, all these uh questions were planted and of set course, up yes. and all the answers, even though it makes it seem like they are random people, these are all, you know, media savvy, targeted, specifically mm-hmm. worded answers in a way that's just as absurd as the rest of this article. Again, using language that, that is directly targeted to your teen who's thinking about sneaking out to get vaccinated. These are not community Q&A answers, but they're almost so, so ludicrous. Uh-huh. Uh, and they talk about, you know, people who talk about vaccine risk, they, they, they call them snake oil peddlers. Um, but didn't they say, or is there really evidence or are they just imagining things? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's in know, the question. Yeah. And then, you know, the, uh, you know, parents like yours have, a, you know, a natural distrust of authority and, you know, they have a lack of information. And um, I mean, this is just absurd. I'm not sure if any of this is, is even uh, worth reading. Um, but, but again, it's this is the most bizarre, ludicrous <laughs> article. I just can't go, can't get over it. I, I, I mean, know it's so bad. And some of their sources, now the so, the references and the sources they use are all basically um, more objective and neutral, kind of informative research articles or articles written that that you would expect, kind of like from a. Uh, a, a, a university or like a research center or people just kind of giving out some, some basic facts, you know, some of these, um, anyway, not all of them. Some of the resources are just as bad as this article, but, uh, they have a lot of re- references. So your teen again, will think that this is all uh, very good scientific information, um, that, you know, that this article is based on. I, I want to give, I guess, just a quick little brief word to all the teens and the kids who are listening to this actual podcast. Uh, um, and you're going to have this conversation with your parents. But I just want you know, all the kids out there to realize that um, families who, uh, when, when they have a child who has a bad vaccine injury and, and, and has a bad ra- reaction to vaccines, and the parents stop vaccinating because of that. Say your parents stopped vaccinating you because either you or one of the other kids in your family had a bad reaction. Your kids, your parents stopped vaccinating because they love you and they want to protect you from further harm. Your parents know that medications can have side effects. Mm-hmm. Any shots can have side effects. And when one of those shots already harmed one of the kids in your family, they don't want anyone else to be harmed. And they know living here in America the danger of these diseases is very, very low. They almost feel like you're going to have more harm if you get more of those shots that already harmed someone in your family than the harm from the diseases. And your parents are probably right that the, the, in your family, if someone is already harmed, the vaccines could cause more harm and the diseases are, are, are really not likely to, uh, to, to harm you uh, since, you know, we live in a modern country. Um, so I just want to point out, you know, kids that your, your parents have done a lot of research. They've read a lot of scientific articles. 
They didn't just, you know, read one website. They've spent years researching this and making sure they're making a scientific informed decision and they're making a decision that they feel is healthier for you in the long run. And, and, um, so I would encourage you to, uh, you know, trust your parents. They're always going to know what, what's uh, best for your health. And even if you're a teenager and you start to think that your parents don't always know everything, you know what, if you're going to challenge your parents and start to learn about vaccines on your own, talk to your parents about it. Don't hide that from your parents. I'm sure they would be thrilled to, to, to have you challenge them and, and have these scientific discussions together. You know, they want to talk to you about this. Um, and if you think they are wrong about something regarding the vaccine choices, talk about it. I think the worst yeah. thing you can do is just, you know, ignore it and move on and, and, you know, eventually grow up and leave home and never even talk about it. You know, have the conversation, look at the science together. And if you, if you, you know, find your parents, you know, didn't understand something correctly, or they think they have the science wrong, show them that challenge it. And then you guys can have the discussion. You know, everyone's always going to be better having talked about something instead of, uh, hiding from it or keeping it secret like this article tells what a, you, you what a do. terrible so. terrible article i yeah. can't even believe it said some of the things that it said um, yeah and, and i'm concerned that nobody sees this as a problem and they're willing to keep this up on a website without yeah being like this is totally inappropriate yeah yeah it is yeah. wildly inappropriate yeah. it really is yeah i would sh I, I i'm certain a lot of these references would be like you know why on earth is my scientific article one of your references when you have totally misrepresented the the science and and how you know how the original articles would have uh, portrayed this information so bad but um, um hopefully you guys each. found this interesting at least <laughs> yeah. so that if you like you said you have parents of soon to be preteens or teens now that you can be kind of um proactive with them and be anticipatory of what is coming next and what they could be exposed to. Not to say that your kids aren't, aren't educated, but make them aware of how this climate is so dangerous mm -hmm. right now that they are, they are, um, pushing themselves to these, these lengths. They're yeah. lowering themselves to these lengths <laughs> yeah. to, to write articles yeah. like this and how scary that must be and how desperate they must be. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if everything was good, like they said, you wouldn't need to convince teens how to do this secretly because the parents would already be on board and the teens would already be on right. board. Right. So, you know, this is, this is very worrisome in general as a culture and where we're going with this. And this is something all parents should be concerned with, even if you fully vaccinate, because we have some of those listeners too. Yeah who believe in medical choice for uh, interventions. And I'm sure all of you um, are still infuriated by something like this because where does this stop? Um, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. as far as the state or somebody else getting involved in your parental decisions, this is just, it's out of control. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you kind of mentioned earlier about, you know, the, you know, the Democrats kind of looking at legislation and trying to get in between parents and children. Right. I think, I think most Democrat listeners out there would agree that's not the position of the constituents. That might be the position of right. the legislators. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah of the, the party line and the, I think the I said politics. Originally, right. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's, when people try to paint the Democrats as as the villains in the man, you know vaccine mandate program, I see it really as as the Democratic legislators, right. policymakers, the higher ups. That for some reason, big pharma has chosen the, the Democrats to push their vaccine agenda, whereas most Democratic uh, people, you know, and in, in the public, I, I would say probably don't agree with that agenda. So it's 
it's it's not to say that you know Democrats are bad, Republicans are good. I think it's more it's the party agenda that we're seeing is the problem. And you know, this has kind of encouraged me a little bit to talk to my own kids about this because mm. you know, you kind of assume, well, well, all Dr. Bob's kids must kind of know everything about vaccines and and be ready to you know face the world and you know you know you know not want to go out and get one of these you know adult or teenage vaccines that we're talking about. You know, I, I'll admit, I have I have not talked about this with my kids much either. I kind of just, they Assume. see, they watch what I do. They love what I do. They appreciate what I do, especially coming to the 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 VIE event in, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in Washington, D.C. They were just floored and really loved to see what I did out there. But I don't know that I really talked much to them about the science of this. Right. The science and the medicine of this. So I kind of got to get on that before our... Yeah, our oldest is a senior in high school and he's going to be moving on soon. So we'll be talking. Um, and me and my six-year-old have this conversation all the time. <laughs> you know, I was just talking to a friend about this today. I think a lot of parents will agree it's hard to find the balance with your children about how much to tell them with what's going on and how much mm-hmm. to let them have this innocent childhood. Because in my case, being gone a lot for things and a, a lot, you know, I say like once every couple of weeks, you know, being gone, but... But that's a lot for when they're used to you being home mm-hmm. all the time because um, I stay home with my two little ones. And um, having to explain to them why you're gone and what you're doing and yeah. why I'm on the computer, why I'm researching and stuff, it's, I've had to explain what I'm doing. In, and in part of that explanation comes from some laws are being passed that are affecting families and families, children have been hurt, including my oldest. So we've had that discussion and it's really hard to stop that from turning into them knowing too much. Um, yeah. And it's it's hard to find that balance. So, you know, I, I when I'm joking that I've sort of talked with my six-year-old, but I honestly really have had conversations with her kind of about this. And I know that many of you listening have feel that same, how much do I tell them? How, you know, you don't want them to think the world is bad and there are people out doing bad things. Um, you want to think everything's good and the good guys, you know, protect everything. And so, you know, it's hard with your kids in general. You, you want to be open with them and have this discussion and they do have a right to understand why you've made the choices that you've made and why some other people are being discriminatory and how that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And, to, you know, educate your kids so that they can defend themselves when this conversation yeah. comes up. Yeah. You don't want them to be like, well, I don't know. My parents just won't let me do it. They said it's bad or they said it's this, you know, yeah. um, that's not good enough. You want your children to really understand exactly why you make the choices that you make because you've educated yourself. And as as much as we don't want them to have to deal with this, this they're going to have to deal with it because as we can see with the law that have been passed with not entering public places and being kicked off your soccer team yeah. that with the school that you go to, you know, before long, we're going to all be having to talk about this and it's going to be happening younger and younger so that our kids are protected and they are not making choices that would harm themselves by letting a nurse just go ahead and do something without understanding your own family history. So mm-hmm. this is, this is a discussion we all need to be having and you know what? Shame on these people. Yeah, and let Truly. them know. I mean, I don't know if there's a way, if there's a place to comment on this article on on WikiHow, again, how to get vaccinated without parental consent. If there's a place to leave constructive criticism or report it, maybe yeah, we right. can report it and get it right? shut down because there's just something so wrong about this. I've seen right. it passed around on the last couple of days yeah. a lot, but I, I wonder if there's a way to report it. 
Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, as you guys know, we bring you all sorts of different topics on this and we go all different angles um, to bring you mm-hmm. kind of what's happening in this discussion. And um, and don't worry, we are going to have some awesome interviews and things coming up as well, just like you've loved in the beginning of season two mm-hmm. and um, and a lot more to come the rest of this season on the vaccine conversation, which we love having with you. And we're encouraging you to have this vaccine conversation with your families mm-hmm. and your children. And this is a perfect example of why you do it. So hope you enjoyed it and not enjoyed it, but you know, we're angry right. by it, but enjoy the fact that we talked and yeah. covered it, yeah. but we're of course enraged yeah. at something like this. Yeah. Sickened really. Yeah. Okay guys. Well, we'll see you next time on the vaccine conversation. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. Always consult your healthcare professional for information on vaccines and infectious diseases.